Alan, there's no time. You'll be late for the exam. Eat! 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 Welcome back to Manga Mondays here on Wondersoul. In this series, I, Bearded Buddha, will be going over the volumes of different kinds of mangas and having a discussion and a review with you. Starting this series though, we will be focusing on the manga slash anime My Hero Academia or Boko no Hero Academia created by Kohi Horikashi. I'll be talking from a fan's perspective, so I'm in no way an all-knowing expert, but I still want to sit down, talk to you about this series, and hope that you follow along, read along, and also check out the anime and introduce other people to this awesome manga, My Hero Academia. So, last episode was covering chapter 1 from volume 1, and that was the longest chapter in the whole series, so I felt like it earned its own episode and so in this episode we're gonna pick up where we left off and we're gonna go through the rest of volume one which is chapters two through seven so let's go ahead and begin quick reminder though um, if you want to read along and I hope that you do and I hope that you are encouraged to uh, support the creator and the creators of this series there will be a link in the description of this episode for volume one that you can purchase on Amazon and in future episodes there will always be a link to go ahead and support and check out this manga on your own so you can read along with us here at Wonder Soul and yeah I just want to let you guys know about that and let's go ahead and get started with chapter two so it's passing of the torch time in my hero academia and when we last left off with all might and midoriya all might had offered him something that we didn't really get to find out uh in chapter one but here as we pick up we find out that all might's power or quirk actually can be passed down his quirk is called one for all now you don't need to know too much about One For All right now because honestly we're going to learn as Midoriya learns and that's going to be throughout the series but for right now just know that it's a quirk that can be transferred from one person to another and it basically stockpiles energy and that's how All Might becomes so strong and that's how he goes from skinny All Might to big buff and strong All Might. And honestly, I thought it was like a really cool and unique way to see how like Midoriya ends up gaining a quirk and actually taking up the mantle that his idol and all-time hero has held like his whole life. So when I first started reading this series, I was really curious about how Midoriya was going to become an actual hero. Uh, sure, he runs into All Might, but was All Might just going to train him or was he going to get a quirk somehow? Because you're wondering... Is it just going to be a story about a quirkless hero that still becomes like the one of the best heroes? Or is it going to be some freak accident that gives him a quirk? Or is he just not uh, one of the people that has a quirk early on? He develops his like later, like a late bloomer. So when I was reading and also watching this scene in the anime, I was really thinking the whole time imagine how shocking and yet humbling that must feel to have someone who you've looked up to for so long and someone who saved your life then they tell you after they saved your life that you can be the one thing that everyone told you that you couldn't be and to top all that they want you to take their power and eventually take their place i mean i feel like that's just so crazy and um i thought that was a really awesome and unique like story plot for how Midoriya gets his quirk and so you know what does Midoriya do I mean duh, obviously he says yes I mean what would you say but um <laughs> so but 
quickly we realize that he just can't take his power like he he just doesn't give him his power and honestly even if he tried he would probably explode Midori that is uh, so all my decides that he's got to train him and I guess by training all my thought that cleaning up a beach fit that category but oddly after like 10 months of like hardcore training I'm talking about when you're looking at these panels and through the the montage in the anime like he's putting Midoriya to work I don't think that kid has ever worked this hard but anyways Midoriya gets ripped man he gets so strong um, just from that short amount of time that he was training and moving and cleaning all this junk off this beach um, and he clears the whole beach in time for the entrance exam for UA so you can see in the panels and on the show that that beach was covered with junk so that's pretty impressive for somebody like Midoriya who I think pretty much went from like not doing any physical activity to now he's like all for it <laughs> constantly working and sweating and doing everything he has to uh, to get his body ready to take over one for all so I know when I saw and read this for the first time I was imagining the whole scene like when Harry Potter got his wand for the first time like a shining bright light and gusting winds and like maybe an orb of energy like in Dragon Ball being transferred from All Might to Midoriya like I thought that's how it was gonna happen like maybe that's how All Might gives him that power but no that was like completely off I was completely wrong instead All Might gives Midoriya a piece of his hair to eat not even just to hold and absorb it was like he put it in his mouth he's like eat this man and I was like oh that's sort of strange right but um I guess sometimes manga and anime can be and really just anything like this so so I just rolled with it um I don't know what did you guys think about that part and uh anyways so I just kind of like laughed into chapter three I was like all right cool whatever that's kind of goofy but whatever I'm, I'm, I'm down with that um, and we see where uh, Midori is about to go to the entrance exam for UA and this is when we're introduced to other characters like Yuraka uh, she's a girl who has a quirk that can make things levitate or float basically she touches objects and they begin to defy the laws of gravity she herself can float as well I don't think she can like just lift up and fly like Superman or anything like that but I'm sure like there's moments that you'll see in the future where she is able to kind of like hover and kind of float in midair but um so back to the exams anyways um Deku gets in there obviously there's some other characters in there that we'll meet more later uh like Ida and the exams basically work like this you have a written test then you have a practical test and the practical test is fighting villains and in this case it's robots and some are big some are small and some are just plain huge and Deku doesn't know what to do like he doesn't really know how to use his quirk and so he's just kind of like standing there until he sees Yuraka the girl that he met before he got into the exam she's trapped under some rocks and rubble this is when we first see Deku use one for all and it's pretty cool he jumps up and with like one punch blow, takes out this huge giant robot saves Yuraka and also begins the trend <laughs> of how Deku can't really use his quirk that all might pass down to him and he can't use it without hurting himself 
and by hurting himself I mean when he punched that robot he ended up breaking his legs because he jumped and he flew up high into the sky to hit the robot he also breaks his arm that he also used to punch the robot and this is a trend that will continue on for some time so get used to it but it also shows just how powerful All Might's power is and even after all of that training for 10 months that Deku did um, his body is still not even close to being able to handle it at full strength and I think it's cool I think it shows over time how he has to adapt and how he has to use the power and when to use it and, and well you know time will tell if he will be able to control one for all but just like in chapter one when he saved Bakugo from the villain the sludge monster right he without knowing how he was even gonna help he still jumped up somehow managed to use some of one for all to save Yuraka. so you know it's signs of a true hero and um, this would be a good point to mention a character named Tenya Ida Basically, he's a stifler for the rules and is basically a nerd, but a cool guy for sure, for sure. His quirk is that his legs have these like engines that allow him to run really fast. He is super smart as well and also a pretty good leader, um, but he can also be very, very uh, intense. <laughs> and if you watch him in the anime, he's so funny just because of the way he moves his arms and stuff. I've always liked that. Um, but, um, and we'll get more into him later as the series goes on, but I just felt like I mentioned him real quick and, uh, but back to Deku, well, he got pretty banged up, uh, especially if you're reading along, you can see he, uh, he messed up his, uh, arm and legs and he's getting, uh, healed up by recovery girl who is UA's nurse. And we will be seeing a lot of her because Deku especially will keep getting hurt. And um, I've always wondered how much she can heal. Like, can she heal like diseases or just injuries? You guys let me know if you have a clue. I, I maybe, maybe I missed that, but I would like to hear from you guys if you know any more about that. But anyways, chapter four closes with Deku finding out that he actually got accepted into UA, even after not really doing anything except for saving old girl in the, uh, in the fight against the robots and she had like I think she gave him some of her points um, as a way of like paying him back for saving her and stuff like that but um, it's pretty cool I, th I thought like you know he might have not got accepted if it wasn't for that one act I mean but that's what you'll see throughout the series it's like not really how powerful and fancy your quirk is this actually just goes back to being a hero a true hero like what does that mean and um also we find out that not only did he get accepted into ua somebody's gonna be teaching at ua this year and guess who it is well all might all might's gonna be teaching at ua so how about that and um <laughs> After healing up some, Deku meets All Might on the beach that he trained on, you know, to clean up. And of course, All Might lets him know that Deku will have to figure out a way to get used to one for all. I mean, basically, he doesn't want to see him out there getting hurt. Plus, you know, that's not really a cool power if you're constantly getting yourself hurt, right? So I often wonder how long it took um, All Might to adjust to the power or if he just picked it up uh, naturally. So. Um, let's see, now that classes are 
starting at UA and this is where we meet a lot of other characters that you will see from now on. Obviously Deku didn't want to have class with Bakugo, but that doesn't go his way. He does though get in the same class as Yuraka, the girl that we've mentioned before, and uh, Ida, which is also uh, a character we've mentioned before. Um, Ida actually points out that he thinks Deku knew what to really do in the exam and he gives him props and respect like when they were taking the exam it looked like Ida was kind of you know suspicious of him he's like you know what are you doing trying to get in the way or something so it really shows how Deku's savior Raka really left a mark on him and you know as I was mentioning earlier as much as heroes fight crime and fight villains a hero's true job is to save those in need and that's what Deku did when he saw that Yuraka was in trouble so they're in class and in walks in their teacher who is Shota Azawa he's a sleepyhead looking kind of dude <laughs> that has a quirk to stop others quirks from working actually by just looking at them it's pretty useful if you ask me, and by the way, he goes by the hero name Eraserhead, so you might hear me say that a lot during the series. So anyways, he sits down and he tells the class that they will be taking a quirk apprehension test, you know, to test their quirks and the limits of their quirks, because now in high school, um, back when they were in middle school, they couldn't use their quirks. They weren't allowed to. So this is going to be one of their first chances to really test them out. So the students are having fun with it until Eraserhead tells them that students with the lowest score or the student with the lowest score will be expelled, kicked out, bang. Well, now the pressure is on and with that chapter six begins. During the test though, the students do a grip strength test sustained sideways jump, a 50 meter dash, a standing long jump, and finally the pitch, which is, you know, they're just throwing a ball, boom. Uh, well, when Deku throws during the pitch, Eraserhead stops his quirk. He stops one for all from working for him, and then makes an example out of Deku. See, Eraserhead quickly realized that Deku was getting hurt when he was using one for all. I don't think he knows that it's one for all, but he knows that his quirk is hurting him when he uses it. So he tells him, how can your power help others when you yourself will need help? I mean, if you're gonna try to save people, but then in doing so, you're gonna get banged up and then you're gonna be the one crying for help. It just doesn't seem like a, a quirk that's gonna really benefit society or even yourself. So leave it to Deku though and his nerdy self to pay attention and use what his teacher pointed out as a lesson and to adapt. And this is one of the cool things about Deku is that even without a quirk, like it almost seemed like he had a quirk. Like he had been studying other heroes for so long. So he really pays attention to like those little clues and the languages and stuff that people use. And he picks up on like things like that really quick. So what he does is he, when he's throwing during the pitch, he focuses all of his energy into his fingertips, not into his arm, not anywhere else. So Deku reels back, throws, boom. Deku gets the high score. So I guess it worked, right? <laughs> so in the last chapter of volume one, chapter seven, we see that All Might is impressed, uh, but Bakugo is not. 
I mean, wouldn't you be a little sketched out, shocked or surprised if someone your whole life didn't have the ability to do something and then all of a sudden they did? Like all of a sudden, you know, you know not, not even like seeing them work up towards it. Just all one day they showed up and they were able to like dunk on you, shoot three pointers or something. And you're just like, where did that come from? But, um, <laughs> so it turns out that the whole quote last place and you get expelled that Eraserhead had told the students was only to motivate them, you know, to give them a reason to give him their best and no one was leaving. So everybody can relax. None of these cool characters are dipping out early. Everybody's good. And good thing because now Deku, uh, Yuraka, and Tenya are now buddies. And we wouldn't want to see them separate, would we? So right before the chapter in the volume end, all Might is teaching and he tells them to get into their hero costumes because remember All Might's teaching at UA now and we see well we don't see because right before we see Deku's and everybody else's costumes the chapter ends on a cliffhanger and the volume concludes as well and that also ends the quirk apprehension test arc and yeah so there we go. Basically, Deku has one for all. He's in UA. He is learning about his new quirk and his new classmates. Uh, so many we didn't talk about yet, but we will in the next episode. So if you're watching the anime, we are now in episode six of season one. But uh, what do you guys think of the story so far? Um, what do you think about one for all and the negative and painful effect it has on Deku? Like, would that be a power you would want, even if it was so powerful but you knew that it would probably end up hurting you especially at the beginning um would you be able to deal with the drawback to having so much power um trust me there's so much more and many characters to dive into we're gonna get into all that later on as we continue week to week next week will be volume two so Hopefully, if you're enjoying this, you'll pick that up and read along with us. The whole volume will be next week's episode on Monday. And um, yeah, overall, I thought this was a great start to the series. I mean, I know a lot of times people say, you know, hey, it gets good at this part and it gets good here. It's like, well, I'm sure it does. But most of the time, I'm always interested in stories or anything when it pulls me in from the beginning and how my hero academia started how volume one really captured my attention and hopefully captured yours is a lot of the reason why i kept getting into the show and kept getting into the manga and was just wanting to know more and more about these characters in this world and it's a very exciting and uplifting series that i'm telling you will only get better as we continue to go volume to volume and from season to season in the anime so some of the highlights for me from this volume at least for volume one of my hero academia would have to be obviously when all might tells deku that he can be a hero and he's about to give him one for all and that moment right there especially awesome in the uh, anime so if you haven't seen that after reading go and watch that in the anime um and obviously there's a couple other points i would say when deku's done with his training you get this really awesome panel of him like standing on this junk just like ah, looking up and after so much hard work it really just shows like 
that's what it takes man i mean anything you really want even after being offered something you don't stop there you got to continue to push yourself and work even harder so um there's just a lot of cool interaction moments with, between the characters and that's another thing about this series um, that I hope that you guys agree with is that a lot of these characters are awesome and there's a character for everyone and you'll soon discover that as we continue to read and move forward within the uh, series but uh, so I, I really like that I feel like there's enough variety and diversity amongst the personalities and just the uh, characters and quirks that um, it's just there's something there for everyone and I find myself growing uh, attached to so many different characters the more and more I get into this uh, this series and I uh, I hope you do too and I, I want to know what your guys's favorite characters uh, are so far or just in general if you're ahead in the series and you're watching or listening to this uh, right now and um, yeah so from now on from volume to volume will be episode to episode and thank you again for listening and if you enjoyed this episode I hope you like it um, and I hope if you're listening to this on YouTube uh, that you subscribe to the Wonder Soul channel and stick around for future episodes of Manga Mondays and the variety of topics that I cover here on Wonder Soul Podcast and the YouTube channel from reviews, from our Review 4 series, which we have a couple good ones coming up this week, and all of our other diverse content and topics that we regularly cover dealing with life's many passions and interests. Like I said, I would love to hear back from you on what you would like to hear in the future from Wonder Soul and from Manga Mondays, and as well as any corrections or things that I missed out in this episode so don't be afraid to hit me up on social media or or anything um just search uh wonder soul on twitter and instagram to connect with me and stay up to date with all new episodes upcoming in the near future and i would like to also give a big thanks of course to kohi horikashi for creating an awesome awesome series and i would also like to mention this quote that he had in volume one um it goes This is my third series to be collected into graphic novels. Forgive me if this sounds reckless, but the thing I prioritize most when drawing manga is creating something that I can enjoy. This one might not remain popular, but for now, I'll just be happy if everyone finds it as fun as I do. I think that that quote speaks volumes to anyone and to any aspect of life, but especially if you're a creator of some sort, be sure to create the content, the things that you would enjoy. Not what you think is going to get you popular or get you the most money or what everybody else wants. Do what you want to do and that's in all aspects of life and I feel like that's how you can truly achieve being successful and happiness at the same time. And um, I think that's another reason why this series, My Hero Academia, has been so successful is that you can feel that it was just somebody trying to create something that they would enjoy without any other motives or intentions. And just wanted to end this episode with that quote. And I really thought it was really cool. So, um, well, that's going to be it. So, um, till next Monday, I'm Bearded Buddha, and this was another episode of Wonder Soul. Great. This is turning into a lecture.